Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bottled. The 13th episode today is with Sandy Bister. In this episode, we talk about the importance of positive mindset, women empowerment, meditation and detoxing, working with family, and the invisible illness fibromyalgia. Please enjoy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It, it is something um, to look forward to. I was listening to your interview with Jessica. That's a Jessica, right? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jessica. I, I tried yep. looking for the name. I just couldn't. I just couldn't find her that. name. You mean? Yeah, on the podcast. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And um, I, I could tell how uh, passionate you were. Yeah, oh, really? Whatever you were oh. talking about, and you so talked about. So happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, you talked about quite a few things. Yes. Um, I think the main focus was I remember fibromyalgia. Yeah. But I think I'm sure I went. Like, because it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. So I can't exactly recall, but yes. yes. It was uh, yeah. 2017, right? 17, 18. E- or the end of 2018. Yeah, uh, yeah I, would, I would think so. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. I remember I heard the entire thing, and then yeah. I heard it uh, this morning as well before you Oh, came. wow. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was yep. good. And she's a good interviewer as well. She can yes. ask very good questions. Yes, yes. And, uh, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's, I feel like she, what she's trying to do, Jessica is trying to do is... Um, understand why you think the way you do and why people um, yeah. with certain conditions think the way they do and how it has affected their lives as well yes but yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm trying to be like uh, yeah, yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's um it's good uh but yeah sandy welcome to bottled thank you so much wait have we started <laughs> yeah it's it started like two minutes ago oh gosh you, really you've, you've already been there oh no <laughs> yeah you're, you're you're on the you're on the boat you've started sailing okay yeah well thank you for having me sid um mm, sid <laughs> oh god my name is sid sid are you, you guys here? look like so um i think you both look very similar we right? do, we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I keep sorry about that, Sahil. Yes. <laughs> My name is not Sahil. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just trying to oh my God. <laughs> keep the nerves going. Uh, but no, all good. Uh, but but Sid, if you're listening, Sandy's thinking about you. You're, a, uh, you're, you're, you're that's an invitation, right, for the yes. podcast in the future. Yes, yeah. exactly, right. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I've never met you. That's the most interesting part, right? I've never seen you before. Uh, I think this is the first time we've met. Yes. Ever since we started talking like m- many years ago. Yeah, a few years ago, right? From memory, yeah. Yeah, that's when Stories of the Average Joe uh, just came out. And I think you, yeah. were, uh, you were among very few people who messaged me saying, hey, I like this, I like the concept. And then, um, yeah. I really loved it, actually, because um, I've always been into, um, I guess, listening to podcasts and everything. And then I, when I found out a Nepali <laughs> guy is doing it, I was even more excited. Yeah. And um, I think it's great because, you know, normally you're listening to people um, that are already, you know, I guess coaches or self-development gurus doing it. Yeah. But then I think when an average person does it, it's even better because then you're able to listen to like, you know, average, sto- not average stories, but great stories, but from average people. True. Um, yeah. 
And I think that concept, and I was really excited, actually, yeah. Yeah, yes. and, and I really love doing stories of the average Joe because um, yeah. we don't realize this, but people have so many stories. And once they open up, they're never the same again. Like, it's opening up, uh, just being, you know, vulnerable to the world, like you talked about in Jessica's podcast as well. It's, yes. It's amazing just to, you know, tell people what you've been through, what your stories are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, stories of the average Joe ended. Uh, I think it was seven episodes that we did. Um we had plans of doing it as well but i'm yeah, so glad yeah. that you're here for this yeah podcast. oh my yeah. god thank you and um i think it's so powerful i think like you know as human beings um i think we can do so much 100%. and like you said i remember in the letter you know the invitation letter ah, you yeah. send out you're talking about like i think change mm-hmm. i think you know um <laughs> sorry <laughs> few of those nerves um getting oh, in i did not think you were nervous there <laughs> no I, i'm a little nervous but um um Coming back to your letter, I think it's so important. Like, I think change is something that we can all sort of like um, make happen. Yeah. And you know, it's like at least you gotta like try. You know, like yeah. you're saying, like at least if there's someone trying it, then you know, they, it's a start, right? True. If you're not yeah. doing anything at all, then nothing's gonna happen, right? Exactly. Yeah. So and that's one of the most powerful concepts uh, ever. And I'm not trying to say I thought of that, but it's just it's yeah, out there. Yeah. Like if if you Universal do something, in some sense, 100%. right? Yeah. And so many little things are connected to that because even if I, you know, it's funny to think that if you let's say for example, um, even if I move this, uh, you know, the coffee can from here to there, or yeah. I do something in the kitchen and I pass on a message to one of my housemates, it's going to affect the entire day. It's like a butterfly effect. Yeah, and you, exactly. If you do something big, like talk to people, uh, just, you know, have good conversations, that's that's a change you can't even imagine. It's... Uh, 100%. And, um, like, you know, with the whole, I guess, uh, with the election of US, mm-hmm. um, and I think, you know, there was so much a division between people yeah. Like with racism happening and then there's all these, um, the, you know, the protests with uh-huh, the Black yeah. Lives Matter and everything. Yeah. And I guess it's like the thing about change, I guess it takes time, right? Yeah. I mean, like to get to even, you know, women getting voting rights and all that took about, I think, over 100 years. Mm-hmm. But then we at least got there. Like yeah. now the U.S., um, you know, vice president is Kamala Harris, who, yeah. who is a South Asian black yeah. American woman, right? Mm-hmm. So then I guess it's like um, you have to, like, you know, even though you think you can't make a difference, I think you can. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you got to have that mentality and the mindset. I guess you got to keep an open mind. 100%, yeah. About change. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think one of the biggest advice that I've ever received from an 86-year-old lady when um, she was traveling to Bali, um, I was yeah. working for travel insurance, and she, she said, never think or never say that that's not going to happen to you. Yes, Good things exactly, or bad things, exactly. it will happen. Like, it may happen. There's a big chance of yes. that happening. It's like never say never. Remember? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> as simple as it sounds, It right? is. It's so true, but, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, so, so many things, you, if you think about it, if you look at yourself 10 years ago and if you think yeah. about where you are now, like, the massive changes and you, you're, you're in a place yeah. that you never thought you would be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. So yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. I just thought of that, but, you know... Uh, I think I've never thought I would start a podcast like 10 years ago because I had no idea what that is. I had no yeah. clue what that is. Yeah. But look at, uh, you know, look at things now. It's it's like, you know, you meet awesome people. Like me? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and how funny yeah. was it uh, during the American election, the US election? Uh, we had yes. like, you know, small chit chat about yeah. uh, what's happening yeah. there. It was like a reality show. It was. It right? was. It was so Intense funny. as well. Like, yeah. there was so much... Um, 
so much going on in the world like True. with obviously the whole covid happening as well mm. and then top of that this election and um and i guess like the you know how trump is it just like it really gets to your head sometimes he does <laughs> hey yeah he really does and um yeah and i guess it's like it's hard because you know there's obviously people pro trumps yeah. and you can't it's really hard to like grasp your head around like why is there certain people like on his side yeah. when he is such a i don't know racist guy mm-hmm. who has no like he doesn't know how to lead yeah properly right he has no emotions yeah he's almost like a robot exactly no 100 percent. yeah i think it's the way he was um taken care of or the way he grew up yeah rich family just Mm -hmm. you know in in a very white new york suburb yeah or in the you know in the state where he worked yeah he was just you know surrounded by people who were his uh, in his social class and um yeah, I think it's the it's how the person grows up. Yeah, and like yeah. you said, you know the the diverse uh, di- the diversity that a first world nation should reflect, such as the US. Yes, yes. Trump does not do that. He reflects a no. certain part of a society, which is which may be okay for their world. Yeah, but yeah, a, a leader should be someone you know, a, even small children can look up to. Oh, We've yeah. talked about so many times yeah. in the podcast that Barack Obama, you know, I don't know what his policies are. I'm not sure what he's done for the U.S. Yes. I'm not sure what Trump has done for the U.S. Yeah, yeah. But when you look up to someone, he is someone, you know, like... You, yes, you and he's a good person, right? You want to respect that person. Yeah. yeah. And I guess respect is such a thing that it's like when you look at Trump, you just don't want to respect him. <laughs> yeah. Because like, he doesn't do that for anyone, right? Exactly, yeah. So, you just don't feel the... You, you get the feeling that if you meet Trump somewhere, he's going to be warm and nice. No, to you exactly. firstly, you're a minority. Yes. And, and yes. second, I feel like, you know, from a country like Nepal, I don't think he knows where, what Nepal or where Nepal is. You're just going to make some shit up like usual. Yeah. Oh, Nepal, <laughs> beautiful country. That's it. <laughs> yeah, they they celebrate Diwali there. They're India's brothers. I can't do the accent, but oh yeah. god, and his fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, I, I wonder I who like, trained him for that. <laughs> I know. No, I was looking at a video about yeah. uh, body language. He does this because it helps him gather his thoughts. Really? So, yeah. He he's doing this because he's trying to get words in. And he's doing that because he's, exe- he's, he's executing those words. And it wow. works. It, it works. Like, there's different methods for different people. Um, I used to But he's just so unique, yeah. right? Like he's, he's really trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of politicians do that because they're trying to make a point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's is a very, like, a, yeah, always make fun of it. But yeah, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, but there's a lot of things going on. I think that they're saying that the decision of him being, him not being the president could be turned. Um, yeah, there's yeah. A, you've got to go through Supreme Court. There's a politics. It's like challenging the whole voting and all that, even though, you know, yeah. he won it. I mean, Biden won it legally. Exactly, yeah. But from, it's from funny. the numbers, you can see oh, like yeah. which one. Yeah. Popular vote and everything, right? So. But yeah. But I still want to have an open mind. I feel like people yeah, who voted yep. for Trump are not bad people. Uh, they just have yes, their... Yes, yeah. like, like 70 million people voted for Trump and that's okay. Like, you know, you saw something in that, in that guy. It's your country. Yeah. You, you right. had the right. You did it. But uh, just certain philosophies, you've got to be... You've got to have a filter in certain things, especially you when you live to, in yeah. 2020. Um, with so many, you know, with uh, diversity at its peak, you've got to yeah. have, yeah. And I guess a lot of, I think one thing was a lot of people did respect for his, like when you spoke the truth. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like you got to have a some sort of a filter happening, right? Yeah. As humans, imagine we started like saying everything we felt. Oh. Like, I mean, you're going to create a lot of problems, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. It's good to be open, yes. But yeah. then certain things, there are certain things you just need to know. 
Like it's like yeah. human. Um, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. It's, you know, it's human. Um, I don't know decency yeah. to be a good person. Exactly. But I guess not always common sense. Yeah. Yeah. See, you can exercise freedom of speech, but then the the exercise of that concept should also have a limit to itself. Oh yeah. Like totally you can't really go, go and say I, I can't be brutally honest with you, and you can't re- if you think yeah, about it, you can't be exactly. Yeah, like it's yeah. like we. we, we, we uh, we could be stone in our hearts, but then yes. we, we would still be hurt. Yeah, you still got to be warm, you know, and yeah, you still got to be kind. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of kindness and just, you know, the words and um, how words affect people. Yeah. When I look at you, Sandy, I, I just see, I'm, I'm being totally honest with you, especially on cool. social media. <laughs> <laughs> I see positivity. It's just the, the, way, the, the content that you share and yeah, the people you yeah. follow. Have you always been this way, as in just uh, trying to make sure that you progress, um, not just uh, professionally, but psychologically as well? Yes. So um, actually from a young age, I think it's like your surroundings, right? That always helps. And I think my parents have always been a positive influence in my life. Um, But growing up, I always like, uh, you know, used to love um, people like uh, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, and... um, Princess Diana, like people that were really kind, mm-hmm. kind-hearted, and that really attracted me. And then growing up, like, you know, now it's like I, I love Jay Shetty, yeah. uh, Nath Swami, which are some of the most um, great gurus. I think I, I really love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, when you're, you know, you try to have a positive mindset, Yeah, I think whatever you go through in life, like whatever, you know, shit that gets thrown at you, it's like I feel like you can tackle it a lot better. Yeah. Like you can still be sad, you can still be um, angry about it, you can still, you know, feel whatever, but you're still in control. Like emotions aren't able to control you, you're still in control of it. Yeah, true. Um, that's what I've found. Yeah. yeah. And, and see, that's a lifelong process of just building that barrier, that mechanism for yourself, right? Yeah. Just making sure that whatever comes to you, you take that in a way that's turned into positivity, like whether it be lessons or whether it be just um just things that hurt you just yeah. things that pull you down but um yeah. realizing that a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you yes and i think like you know going through struggles i think it's one of the best teachers i mean that's mm. personally in my yeah. in my case um i think you can learn so much from it like, yeah. right to be like more grateful for what you have yeah um and sometimes i guess perspective of certain things in life you know yeah i think that always helps you like see that oh you have even though you might not have everything it's like you're still grateful for what you have so you're not always looking yeah. out and trying to um uh I'm stuck mm-hmm. for words. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what um, happens when you have a lot of things to say. Yeah, there's That's too a, much. <laughs> yeah, your brain's just functioning. This bottle is perfect. <laughs> um, just, just let it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, you know, having a, like, um, you know how they talk about the monkey mind? I mean, you know the monkey uh, mm-hmm. mind? Like humans are always chit-chatting inside, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're constantly like thinking lots of thoughts happening. Yeah. And I think from a young age, I realized that like I was a person that I was a very much calm person. Mm. So in general, general speaking, I'm, I'm very like patient and calm. Yeah. But then um, I think growing up also like, you know, becoming more spiritual and getting into more meditation yeah. and getting into more of this self-development world has really helped me like just become... 
more uh, more self-aware, I guess. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're able to be more like, um, yeah, aware about certain things that maybe some people might not notice, more observant about certain things, certain mm. issues. Um, you do tend to become more empathetic, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you have to, you only develop these skills and attributes if you, if only you go through things that bring you down. And we've got to dive more into um, fibromyalgia as well, which is something I really want to talk to you about and which is yeah. a, a, a massive thing for you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I understand. Um, yeah. And um, <laughs> th- do you think that having gone through certain things in life um, develops uh, this hunger for self-progress in yes. someone? Yes. Mm. Uh, so even before fibromyalgia, let's yeah. say before that, I've always been into like, you know, I always wanted to improve myself. Yeah. Like self, you know, self-development and self-improvement has always been part of life. But then I think going through fibromyalgia yeah. um, has even made it even more. So I feel like I need this journey like even more so that I can make myself feel better yeah when i'm like you know not feeling too good i'm in a low mood it's like it just helps me like shift that mentality like you know not get stuck in a victim mindset yeah because you do tend to do that you know once you go through a illness it's like oh why me you're always kind of you know asking Mm. those questions and like with um because fibromyalgia is like a widespread uh, pain that occurs in your body Mm -hmm. then you have all these uh, fatigue exhaustion um, and multiple symptoms that really affect your daily life. Yeah. Um, so like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, <go laughs> lost of thought. <laughs> but um, so because of that, mm-hmm. um, can I take a break? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no. need water. Uh, you know what it is? It's it's the it's the coffee. Really strong. Mm? Yeah. Uh, I, I love this. You reckon? Yeah. It is a nice coffee, though. It, I do it like is. it. It is. But I have to tell you, you're doing like you, you're talking. You're, what you're saying is making absolute sense. Yeah. So and, I guess it's not it's not easy because I got diagnosed about five years ago. Yeah. Um. And at the beginning, I guess I had no no clue what was happening with me, right? Yeah. And um, and you know, doctors here weren't really too helpful either. Mm. Um. I guess because they also the chronic illness, um, the invisible chronic illness, not something that's so while uh, like wildly known yeah true um it's a big it's a bit more um bigger in america i think yeah but here it's still like you know people are still knowing about it mm. even like before i um got this i had no clue I had no idea about this chronic illness world right so i think um yeah so uh yeah no i i see what you mean yeah i mean see fibromyalgia uh, from, from what i've seen from my research they also say it's an invisible illness yes because it you is. don't really understand what it is no you you know it better because you've been through it right? yeah yeah so i guess to, just to break it down uh, tell us what fibromyalgia really is just to be very specific what happens um since the morning before you do yes. it i just wanted to make sure it's recording okay <laughs> yeah it is it is perfect yeah when I look at the computers, don't think that I'm not listening. I just want to make sure everything's been recorded. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you- yeah, sure. Mm. So I guess, um, you know, you in the morning, I guess it's really hard, especially in the morning because you have a lot of um, stiffness in the body. Yeah. Um, you have lots of aches, you know, yeah. like if you've ever had flu, but it's a lot worse because in the past, you know, I used to be healthy. Yeah. Um, so I know what a flu is and, you know, I was able to work and everything. Yeah. So with this, it just makes it very hard to do sometimes the simple things. Yes, you have your good days and mm-hmm. then you have your bad days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's more like lots of um, chronic 
uh, aches throughout your body. Then you get headaches. Yeah. You're dizzy. Um, like you have fatigue. Mm-hmm. Like lots of, you know, you, when you get really tired without doing a lot. Yeah. So, so it's, it's basically something to do with the bones in your body. Uh, or so is it, not is it... bones, more muscles. Oh, okay. So muscles and uh, like your joints can hurt as well. Mm. Um, and your immune system becomes really um, not too great. Mm-hmm. So then you're always catching a lot of things like flu yeah. and, you know, to top top that up with. And um, I think the one of the main things that also is a problem for me personally is my headaches. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. chronic he- headaches all the time. It's different to migraine. Yeah, it? different to migraine, but you also get attacked by migraine Got sometimes. It, yeah. Mm. yeah. And yeah. Uh, so basically arthritis is something to do with the bones, I believe, yes. right? So Joints fi- and bo- bones, yeah, yeah. So fibromyalgia is very different to arthritis. Yeah, so it's not... Um, arthritis is more like, you know, your joints and like your bones can actually get deformed. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, it's more your feeling pain. But, um, you know, nothing, there's nothing wrong with your, you know, actual joints and muscles. Yeah, nothing actually happens. But oh, there's okay. pain in the body. Oh, okay. And yeah, how you often? you experience that, yeah. How often does that happen? Let's say, for example, you're on a nice night out here with your yeah. friends at the bar. Um, does it happen just like that? Or do you feel the symptoms in the mor- since the morning? Oh, uh, since the morning, usually. Um, but because I take, I guess, um, you know, medications for it. Yeah. And also I try to do like uh, meditation, mm-hmm. breathing exercises that kind of, you know, helps manage the pain. Yeah, true. Um, and sometimes, you know, when it's too worse, like the best thing you can do is just uh, rest. Yeah. And exactly. yeah, do nothing. Mm. Just just maybe <laughs> yeah. take a nap or something. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. always helps. I love really? naps. Yep, okay. yep. And obviously yeah. you have medicines to manage uh, the uh, illness as well, I yes, believe. But there yes. is no cure, right? No, nah, there's no cure for this. Yeah. No. So I no. guess that's why they call it chronic. Yeah. So it stays with you forever. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And sometimes it does disappear. Uh-huh. Um, but not always the case, yeah, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. And like you said about, you know, just uh, self-learning and progress, because you've been through all of that, and when was this diagnosed, sorry? Uh, 2015. So that was like five years five ago? Five years, and yes. And when did you have the symptoms since? Uh, so actually, sorry, so let me <laughs> clarify that. Yeah. 2015 is when I actually started having all the symptoms ah. and everything, and I had no idea what was happening with me because um, I've always been a healthy person, so then all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting like all this, you know, sick feeling, mm. um, you know, waking up, not feeling great, just exhausted out of nowhere, lots of headaches, body aches. And then, um, so the doctors, uh, like, like I was uh, saying before, yeah. doctors had no clue what was happening. Yeah. And then we decided actually to go to India. Yeah. And then that's where I actually got my diagnosis in 2016 oh, from okay. there. Got yeah. it. So, so out of all the places in the world yes. in India. So what was different in India? So because you've been through all these procedures, yeah. what was different here and uh, in India that uh, made the difference? I think like uh, in India, they're a lot more aware of this condition. Mm. So I think um, especially the hospital that we went to, um, it's a hospital, they do a lot of research there, right? So all from all over like Asia, I think Bangladesh, Nepal. Yeah. And there's like, lot of sick people that come there to find out what's wrong with them yeah so it's that kind of place okay, the hospital that so, i went to okay yes. so that hospital was basically known for people with um like um, all kinds of illnesses yeah not just fiber i guess like yeah. you know people coming there for a mm. lot of uh, like you know sometimes it could be cancer yeah it's just more like things that are maybe not too well known 
but I think they have such a big research yeah, true. in that hospital. So they're a lot more aware, like, oh, okay, this is happening. Mm. Um, and I guess, like, over there, it was pretty easy for them to find out. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to a friend uh, at work, and um, he was also diagnosed with... Um, no, he hasn't been diagnosed with it yet. But okay. he has this massive pain in the stomach, and he's like, you know, he can't eat uh, the way he wants to. Yes, yes. And he's been through so many tests, like multiple tests, and he's wearing this, you know, weird equipment uh, throughout, <laughs> yeah, in the office all the, yeah. uh, the entire day. Very courageous, I'd say, to, yes, you know, yes. to have that uh, publicly. Yeah. Uh, and he said that just the feeling of not knowing what it is. Is, yeah, that's the worst part. I think once so. once I you know, so. you you can pave a pathway for yourself. Yeah, like, this is yeah. what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna manage. Yes, but not knowing. Uh, w- I think the uncertain is- or the confusion, and I think that really just plays up with your mind a lot. Yeah, because I remember even during my time, 2015. I was just like, you know, Googling, you know, Google, yeah. <laughs> playing Google Doctor. That's And that's more like, it just gets really Ooh. like, it makes you anxious. Yeah. See, <laughs> if there's one thing I would suggest yeah. is don't use Google for but, diagnosis. Uh, you can't help. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you do, it'll lead you to cancer. Exactly. This, like, oh my oh. gosh. Yes. Yeah. The only thing it does not say is you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing it doesn't say but that's basically what it's trying to say yeah 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 but you know what I remember even me like I was just like putting all these symptoms and it did say cancer and I was like oh god like it's always there it's always there yeah it's like cancer is always there for everything yeah 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 exactly and like it kind of matches up with all these symptoms as well yeah and then sometimes I'm like oh shit do I have like bone cancer or like it just like takes you to like Mm. You know, yeah, Google, yeah, you got to be careful with Google. Yeah, well, doctor. You, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think one of the most popular ones is a webmd.com. Oh, That's yes, that one too. Yeah, 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 so yeah it's yeah. helpful because it has a it lot of It is helpful. Of, yeah, it has Actually, because um, with my incident, right, because um, I did all my research and then I came to a conclusion that even before the doctors had said it, that I actually had fibromyalgia. Mm. But then doctors here are like, oh, no, you're too young for it. Um, yeah. Like, I don't think you have it. Um, and then, yeah, I actually did have fibro. With it, it was just my own research. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, oh, wow. don't do that. But I'm yeah, just. <laughs> 100%. So before, yeah. before the doctor in India said yes. you have fibromyalgia, um, yeah. did you have a hint that you may have that? Uh, I did. Re- yes, you did. Oh, so yes, that's what yes. you're saying. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I did because I did all these research and I kind of came to this kind of conclusion. Yeah. Because over here, what happens is when they they think. Because in the blood, nothing shows up, right? This is not yeah. those kind of like you do a blood test and you're like, oh, okay, uh, you got yeah. fiber, right? It's not those easy tests you do. It's all about um, elimination process. The like process they use that kind of yeah. thing, you know? It's like, oh, you don't have this, 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 this. Uh, oh, you have this kind of thing, right? Got it. Um, so you can't really point. Uh, so you can't have a test and point, oh, you've got fibromyalgia. But uh, you can yeah. just... So more like a process of elimination. Yeah. Like once you do all these tests, which... You can do it through blood or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> oh wow, that that must be like quite a bit of your time and everything. Mo- mostly time. It was crazy and, and expense time. as well, I believe. Especially yeah. when you get treatment overseas. Obviously, there's uh, there's that expense as well. Yes. But there's nothing. You know, nothing is too expensive compared to life. But yeah, yeah. just the the. the <laughs> I, I can't even imagine just going through that. Yeah, the fact it was that, tough at the beginning because um, mm-hmm. you know, you're running from one doctor to the other. Then it's oh. like specialist you know and then they don't see you you're paying like a couple of hundred dollars yeah and they're not really seeing you properly like they have 10 minutes to spare yeah and then you know you're running to another place so it's like all this testing and all this kind of like 
it is a bit overwhelming at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but then once you get a diagnosis, I think it's like, oh, okay. You're kind of relieved. It's like, oh, I have this condition which sucks. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I know what it is. So I yeah. can at least do something about it. Yeah. You know what then I mean? You, then you start thinking like, it is a part of life. Like something's, exactly. something exactly. will happen to everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we all make mistakes. We all have a, a body that is not perfect. Yeah. But then, yeah. you know, some something's happened early to people and it is a bit unfortunate. But um, yeah. But, you know, you've got to live with that. And you you've, do. Got to, you've got to learn to adapt as well. Yeah. What yeah. has changed uh, ever since the diagnosis, as in what you were before, it, yeah. even before you started getting these symptoms? Yeah. And what are you now? How has life changed for you? Life has changed in a lot of ways. Yeah. In a good way, I think. I mean, like, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, it's not like I'm so grateful, but in some sense, yeah. I think what I am is mm. like, the, it's, I think, shaped me to be a better human definitely mm. um and also like you know being more empathetic towards people uh being more um less judgmental i would say True. as well yeah. and it's helped me become more vulnerable so it's like before fibromyalgia i think i was a person that's a bit more bottled up yeah ah <laughs> the perfect pun. perfect pun intended yeah. exactly the perfect um, person so like those podcast. kind of person that i wasn't a person that opened up mm. you know whereas i think after fibro i was like oh i have nothing to lose and yeah. i thought oh you know if i am able to share my story um even if it reduces you know someone's pain somewhere out in the world yeah you know just that hint of hope for someone out there yeah that they're also going through the same thing right because there's lots of millions of people with this kind of illness happening so um i think that's happened and i think um you know being vulnerable i think it's such an important thing Mm -hmm. to be a human like to be able to be open and to share your story i think it's so powerful in some sense yeah um yeah. yeah, and, and in, a way, think, yeah, yeah. in a way, you have to be, you have to have that character. Like, you know, yeah. open up, just to be vulnerable to a certain extent. Yeah. Because you never know what kind of information or what kind of knowledge you will get with that conversation. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're always closed off, yeah. like, you know, the way I think of this is you can be an introvert, you can be an extrovert, that's fine. Like, it's, we, yeah. we are people. Yeah. However, we should consider the fact that through millions of years, we communicated with each other. We had languages, we had signs and this and that. We passed information from one person to the other, one country to the other. And that's how things work. And we should not lose the ability to communicate with people, especially the physical communication that we have. That nothing beats that. Yeah. And the pandemic yeah. right now, it's scaring me to death, death because, you know, there's <laughs> like, you know, mobile apps coming in and then there's, everything's happening on the internet. You have Zoom interviews. Yes, Nobody's oh in the office. The, the city is redundant. Like <laughs> there's the, no one there. No one there. <laughs> the and, trains are empty or like the streets sometimes are empty. And ooh. it's a bit, um, it's different, right? This whole world, like what it's becoming, it's um, the online world. Yeah. I mean, it's great in some sense too, I guess as you know two different things you can look at it i guess but then you know people were able to do still quite a lot you know teachers mm-hmm. being able to teach online yeah, yeah you know um even doctor appointments you know we were doing it like yeah, online true so i mean there was a lot of good things out of it as well yeah 100 percent. yeah I, I guess uh instead of not being do, able to do anything we have been able to do something oh yeah like, adapting you know, right yeah 100%. big time, big time. Uh, but i guess my concern is where is this heading yeah have you watched black mirror 
Oh, I've heard about it, but oh, no. What is it, it is, about? It is scary. So it's it's a series of episodes. I think they call it an anthology, which means every episode is different with yeah, different yeah. actors, different story. Yes. So yes. they portray how the world is going to be in fifty, twenty, Ooh. you know, whatever, how many years, mm-hmm. maybe a thousand years from now, and yeah. all the technology and how it just controls us instead of us controlling. Oh, it. yep, yep, yep. Uh, and um, without giving you any spoilers, uh, there are episodes that show how the society will function in. 50 or 100 years and how we as humans have become slaves to technology slaves it is no it is what it is like oh god it, it's yeah it's 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 a bit uh, it's it's an interesting um time i think because mm-hmm. you know how we when we were kids yeah like you know we would go out that we had like best of both worlds uh-huh. and like 10 years ago i don't think we had instagram i don't think we uh, had slowly, or did we, come, slowly come or out, it might have yeah. come like but like, you know, back when we were kids, there was no uh, social media, uh-huh, yeah. no Facebook, no, what else? A lot of the technology, I feel Twitter, like, yeah. you know, we, we would be playing like snakes on our phone, exactly, pe- yeah. playing Pac-Man or whatever. But then we would go out and play, you know, like in the, you know, backyard or yeah. playground or whatever. But then that just, I don't see it existing with the like kids anymore. No, not anymore. Which is a bit like, and the the thing is like these days, Kids are like, you know, just glued to their phone. Uh-huh. Not just kids. I mean, adults too. Oh, We're guilty yeah, of it more, as more well, right? Us, more us than them, yeah. You reckon? I yeah. thought kids are worse, but yeah, mm. you're right. I, I guess kids have a certain level of focus. They're focusing on very... Their focus is very innocent. Like, yeah, it's true. Like if yeah, you as true. an adult give them the phone, they are going to use the phone. Like it's, it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they can't really use that logic to say, okay, this is not healthy for me because I've been on the phone yeah. for three hours. Yes. We do. We have complete control. But um, we still don't. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah. I guess you've got to make that judgment as uh, an adult as well. Yeah. But, you know, going back to what you said, it is so true that, you know, there's so many parks in Sydney. It's such a beautiful city, but children are not out on the street and they're not in the parks. I came, they're playing hide and seek. <laughs> yeah. Like people still play, like children still play in the parks in Nepal. Oh, yeah. yeah like they're all, Remember I, us playing? I don't know if you ever played, like we used to play um, Gatti, which uh-huh, is like, yeah. you know? Yeah. The stones, yeah, and then I never, never played it, but yeah. Oh, you didn't? No. Nah. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I, I didn't. Yeah, my, really? my, my my circle of friends were uh, we were more of a nerd. Uh, okay, so games. Group. Games, yeah. No, but I'm talking about when we, we were really young, like never, not yeah. you. Oh, so never in your life. No, never played the thing. I, okay, I played you it, like, gotta very play. Casually, <laughs> I played it casually, but but like, not as a like a proper, you know, when nah. you, yeah, with all the kids together. Yeah. That was a good game. Yeah. Did you grow up in Nepal or here? I grew up in as in. Up till nine, I was yeah. in Nepal. Yeah. Then I came here, as mm. uh, and then I did my schooling, high school, mm. uni, everything here. Yeah. So, you know, a bit of like, there's a touch of Nepal. Yeah. But then all the cultures, tradition, I'm still like, mm. everything, you know, following it here too. 100%. I, so, I guess yeah. it's the DNA, the, you know, how where you grow up, where you really spend the key years of childhood, it never yeah. goes away, right? Yes. It's like, yes. it's always there. Because I see you on uh, social media and you're like dancing to Nepali songs. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to follow uh, Sandy. Uh, yes, please. Sandy what's, what's, Bista. Her what's her handle again? <laughs> Sandy Bista. Oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. Nice and easy. So Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh wow! And yes. if, if and you, sorry, TikTok too. Oh, can't forget <laughs> can't TikTok. Can't forget right? TikTok. Yeah. yeah, but you do. Yeah, you've been on uh, all these social media platforms, and you see uh, other adults as well over there. Yeah. Yes. Do you sometimes feel like it's just getting out of hand? Um, as in, you know, the, with the, social media. Yeah, or? with social media. Um, um, you know, for me personally, so what I kind of do is like when I'm out, 
like let's say I'm out with friends and all that, like I, w- I might want to take a couple of photos. Yeah. And then after that, like, you know, we're having dinner or having conversations. I normally don't touch my phone. So I'm that kind of person. So it depends. Yeah. I guess it depends how you do it. But I don't like it like, oh, I'm with my friend and I'm taking out my phone mm-hmm. and yeah. just like sitting there texting people. True. So I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. So I, I, I'm very mindful of that though. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously if I'm at my home, I'll use my phone and everything. But then mm-hmm. when I'm with, um, out and about, I don't like, yeah. Yeah, true. Now that yeah. that is, and that's how it should be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you're by yourself, you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, as long as exactly. you're not, you know, detrimenting your uh, whole day. Yeah. But I've seen you know go out here. I've seen so many people, like group of friends, going somewhere together, and yeah. they're all on their phones. Exactly. Just using you know, and communicating, yes. sending pictures to. Or each even other. in restaurants, you see yeah. people like couples or whatever, and then they're both on their phones. Yeah. Which is a bit silly, but yeah. Uh, but that's the world right now, right? Exactly. That's, so you can't that's, blame anyone for no, it. 100%. Yeah. I guess that's 2020 in a way. Like, you know, it's uh, 2020, in my opinion, it's it's like the beginning, a stepping stone to what's out there. Oh, what's yeah. What's to come? How, how do you 100%. see? 100%. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think is going to happen in the next, like, five or uh, ten years after all this is I think we've got to do something about it. Yeah? <laughs> Especially with technology because, I don't know, I'm, like, surrounded by kids a lot. Like, you know? Yeah. And uh, all I see... Is that I feel like you know when we were young, it's like there was a there was a lot of uh, communication happening between even adults and kids. Like you know, the, the I think you're more aware of your surroundings. Yeah. But now it's like you know, you're, a kid comes into your room and you don't even know they're there. Like they're just on the iPad, stuck in their I, iPad or mobile phone, and then the game is it for them. Yeah, true. So I think that technology needs to really change. I don't know. that. I mean, mm. that's my view. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, if I did have a kid in the future, I'd definitely be controlling that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. And yeah. see, some parents uh, have started controlling it, and some say that, you know, it, there's no use controlling because you're basically taking away uh, a child's right to use technology in such really? an advanced <laughs> world. I guess, yeah, I guess it's hard. <laughs> Yeah, and talking about Black Mirror and technology, uh, without any spoilers, there yes. was an episode where so yeah. it's it's basically a gaming episode. So two people are playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, what they show that in the future uh, is that in the future you have you sort of like you know stick a certain device to your head and you're, oh you're basically not using a controller, you're not using a phone, but you're imagining playing the video game, but you're really playing the video game. Like so, virtual? Are you talking about virtual, virtual reality? Yeah, or? so you go numb and dumb and you're basically, <laughs> yeah, like you're just sitting on the sofa just staring. At really? Something. Yeah, but in fact, you're playing a game and you can- In the head, you mean? Oh my gosh. And wow, okay. Yeah. And now that's not even the crazy part. The crazier part is what's, what happens what's in the gonna episode. What's going to happen? What happens in the episode. Um, but that, that that's the future. Yes. But I still believe that this is one of the best times to be alive. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, also, you know, with the whole- uh, pandemic as well in us like there was so much unrest happening mm-hmm. and um i guess with the whole racism thing as well mm-hmm. i think it's kind of come to the surface yeah. like it was always there but i think 2020 was a time to kind of reflect upon that true and like you know everyone kind of like okay we need to do something about it because there's obviously problem there mm-hmm. or it's there's been problems for such a long time right yeah. but then this year they're like okay we gotta get out there and, you know, they've been protesting for how long now? The whole Black Lives Matter. It's oh, been months. Yeah. And it's created yeah. such a uh, disbalance there. Uh, like it's like, you know. So much division, right? Oh, wow. It's, 
Uh, we, we always have, the, it's so funny, we always have this discussion about what happens in the U.S. in every episode because it yeah. is such an important matter. Oh, it is, like, it is. That country yeah. is like a reflection of uh, of all the problems and the progress and whatever, whatever, you, you just yeah. name it. Yeah, The pandemic, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's worse there. In the oh, world. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah worse realized, in every I, sense. Yeah, I just realized <laughs> I, was, I was doing Donald Trump there. <laughs> I was like, what? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's worse there. <laughs> no, like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they can't see us. But anyway, uh, like you know, when you're moving out uh-huh, yeah. in the podcast. But yeah. yeah, but it's been a yeah, it's been um. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. They can see us. There's a camera there. No, but I mean, when they hear us, then oh, I'm see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought you forgot this. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I don't know that part. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What was I saying? Uh, you were sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, uh, um, you were saying. Um, <laughs> uh, you were saying. I think there's so many thoughts. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I, I know. But yeah, uh, and uh, I've seen quite a few uh, things about your uh, social media posts as well, and you're really focusing on um, just making sure that every person in the room um, is taken care of, as in um, equality, uh, whether it be men or women, minorities. And you, you seem to be an advocate of that as well. Yes. And why yes. is that? I guess when I say why, it's like you, something you should be. But you yeah, have, yeah, yeah. I feel like you have a different thought process there. Okay. Well, um, I think because I grew up in a household. Mm-hmm. So my dad and then there's three women. So my mom, two sisters. Yeah. And then I think um, so our household, we're very much like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, women, you know, empowerment, women, um equality in that sense and i think like even our dad is very supportive of that you know some men can be like oh you can't be running for certain things or like certain you know household work you can't be doing like you know that disparity or the difference that gets set up um and i feel that you know around the world it's um you know women and men have a different role right even when you see like um you know tv ads i feel like you know there's like always women in the kitchen i don't know if you noticed that like so women are the ones, you know, like cooking and then they will be serving the dinner yeah. to, to the family. Mm-hmm. So I feel that, you know, it's like, I guess it takes time, like the whole change processing yeah. takes time. But I feel like, you know, the, the equality needs to be really there mm-hmm. and um, the importance of it, because I feel that, you know, this is the time like this is it's 2020. And I don't think it's, it will take us like another hundred years to change certain like roles in societies. Yeah certain uh, things that w- women want to do like professionally as mm-hmm. well or yeah. you know they don't need to be um i guess a mom or they don't need to be like um like a husband can be a house husband yeah so sure. like you know you know how i mean <laughs> yeah women what is a housewife yeah but then house husband is not really common yeah so i, I feel that you know it's like oh like you know mother is always responsible for a baby yeah whereas like you know, that role you're kind of given, you kind of give that role to women. So it's yeah. like, I think that change is slowly shifting, definitely. Yeah. Even in Nepal, I think, right? There's a, it's a lot more oh, 100%. open, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know if too much for Nepal, but like from even here, like, you know, there's still like, a, but I think we're slowly moving past that. Yeah. But true. I think that awareness needs to be made like, oh, you know, you, if you want to like work and, you know, house husband, I mean, house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Husband is in the house working. It should be normal. Like yeah. you shouldn't think too much of that. No, hundred percent. So we yeah. should sort of, you know, strive for 
either or like you know a balance yeah like there's no difference the in some sense yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's the key word like you, you you you're saying that there should be a balance in responsibilities yeah yeah a, a certain set of responsibilities should not be assigned to men or should not be assigned yes to women. exactly it exactly should, it should be a sort, of, sort of like a mixture yeah, yeah. but i agree yeah. to what you said like advertisements and just these portrayal of men and women yeah. um, of men being at work and the women being yeah, in, the ha- exactly. in the house it's the funny thing about advertising is that is not really a reflection of what's really happening out in the world. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, like talking, just talking about Nepal, you know, grew up there yeah. in, for 24 years and I've seen yeah. so much progress. 24 years? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I was there for like a okay, long time, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. 24 years and just realizing how women um, have come up, like they've, they've fought for their rights and responsibilities. Nobody gave it to them. I'm not saying, you know, we just gave it. No, I'm yeah, not saying that. Yeah. They fought for it, and which is amazing. Uh, they shouldn't have to fight for it, but they did. And yeah, it, it's, just, yeah. it, it's just happened. Do you think that uh, that's the same case in Australia as well? Because I don't know. I haven't seen yeah. that, that sort of disparity. Um, even at I think, um, I guess that kind of comes down to, you know, like, society as like how they were kind of brought up mm-hmm. right yeah so it's like whatever you see in the family it's like you know if uh, i guess um you know you kind of watch your you know your parents doing certain things and then you know mm. kids as you grow up you know it's a whatever is normal in the household like if yeah. your mom was i don't know working maybe and then your dad was at the house it would be a different case but it's like whatever you see i guess you kind of like just carry that with you right mm. sometimes even without questioning it True. because that's the norm mm. so i think it's like the more things you know get shifted around yeah it's like you sort of think then you know there's no difference yeah i mean it's gonna take a long time right like change i guess it's mm. not like a one day thing yeah but i feel like i guess it's we're more ready now yeah as in even men are more open to it right it's not 100%. like oh men yeah. are telling you okay you have to cook and I have to clean. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think even men are much more open-minded. Yeah. So that definitely helps. And even in the younger generation, I think they're much more like open for girls to go out and lead and they could take the back seat. Yeah. Because you know how the whole, like, I mean, men have always been the dominating, well, they think they're the dominating uh, um, figure gen- or whatever, gender. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just been the way. Yeah. But that... I guess can't be the way. No, uh, yeah, moving forward, yeah. you know. No, agreed. Yeah, and you know how we say uh, certain men say that women should be in the kitchen; they should be doing that. Just having that very conventional way of thinking. Yeah. I uh, just speaking on behalf of men, all of us, not all of us, think that way. Like yeah, there's like yeah. one or two people out of ten, I'd say, or three people out of ten who yeah. really have that conventional way of thinking. Yeah. Should change. That's not how uh, you know things should be, and especially as a minority in a country. Um, I understand how uh, important it is because I may not be facing the same level of racism or just discrimination, but certain people, so many people out there are. Yeah. People working yeah. Um, in restaurants, in service level jobs, just being out there, interacting with different kind of people with an accent. It's it's hard. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it takes a lot out of you. Um, yeah. And um, mental illness uh, is also uh, one of the reasons why that happens. For someone, let's say, for example, the p- person who grew up in one of the villages in India or Nepal, it's yeah, such yeah. a different world out there. Coming to a country where there is some level of disparity, yeah, yeah. It, it takes a lot out of them. Yeah. yeah. And I was listening yeah. to uh, what you said in the podcast with Jessica as well, that you want to create a community one day yes, where yes, people I are do. working together. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so... Um, 
when I started, uh, actually started a um, page in Instagram and Facebook called Happy Mindset. Mm-hmm. So that was more uh, around like creating a community where I guess, you know, we can all kind of like come together to kind of share your whatever issues you may have. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're humans, right? So we all kind of have, you know, some sort of problem. Like I think everyone's struggling. Um, we might not show it, yeah. but um, I guess everyone's sort of struggling. So I guess my idea was to like sort of create a community where people are coming forward with their story and kind of feeling empowered by it. Um, yeah. So that's why I created actually Happy Mindset. Yeah. Are you still administering it? Are you yes, still, uh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm still I, I, trying to grow it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, I, I guess I, I want to sort of, you know, really be able to create like a bigger impact, mm. hopefully. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yes. And especially as someone who's been through so much. Mm. Uh, like, it's it's just, it was, uh, these things are made for you. Like, community yes, and love. exactly. Just being, uh, talking to each other. It's it's made for you, people like you. Yeah, and, yes. Uh, and, and like you. <laughs> well, You're I'm, making this podcast where, like, people like us can come and share our stories. Yeah, I guess I'm so just a middle, awesome. I'm a middleman. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you also had, uh, I was very interested in your event management organization as well. Um, yeah. which you were running with uh, your sister. Are you still uh, focusing on that as well or um, have you sort of grown and branched out? Uh, oh, okay. So we were doing that and then I guess this whole COVID situation happened, right? I guess what COVID is? What's, what's that? <laughs> uh, t- t- tell me about oh, it. Oh, yeah, Continue, please. <laughs> um, I'm sure you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess um, the thing was, I guess we were trying to think, you know, like how long... We, we were able to do this yeah. event running thing for. But I guess with the whole COVID situation, I guess we this year, you know, got a chance to sort of like re- really rethink and think, oh, is this the right mm. uh, sort of business for us? Yeah. And I guess we sort of said, okay, we will, because there was a lot of elements to it. Like we were doing like, you know, weddings, we were doing um, like corporate events and things like that. Yeah. So then because me and my sister, uh, we're really into the whole spiritual side of things. Yeah. And this year we're actually meant to run a retreat, mm-hmm. like a meditation retreat, yoga yeah. retreat. Uh, COVID happened, then we sort of had to cancel it. Uh, then we thought, oh, we'll only um, have that part of it. So which yeah. is, you know, doing more retreats and that kind of thing. So mm. we're still going to do it. Yeah. But right now it's sort of sitting in the back seat. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's understandable. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID has just messed everything up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and from some for someone who's in the life insurance division um and just i was in the travel insurance business as well i can understand where you're coming from like it's it's like you know it's it's not your you can't control these things you can't yeah, 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 yeah. You can't control these things but it just happens but you know i guess the key is to look forward yes exactly yeah. and especially yeah. having a loving sister uh working with uh, you together yeah that's the best part yeah. that was the best part actually mm. and it's always nice to um Share something that you really like with like a family or, mm. you know, I think that's really important. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And when you're doing business especially, right? Mm. It's hard to, yeah, just do it with anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and especially when you're understanding of each other. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, your weaknesses and your strengths yes, as well. Yes. And, uh, you know, where you do better, where she does better, where you do, you know, you, where you may need a bit of help. Yeah, yeah. Where she may need a bit of help. Yeah, it's just a nice bonding. If it works, yes. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely works for us. Yeah. Because I think, like, we kind of think along similar, like, path. Mm. And we both, like, I think we're both, like, visionaries. Like, you know, we always 
seeing the bigger picture kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we kind of really blend in well in terms of doing business together. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say you're a visionary is and you see a path for yourself, you when you start something, yeah. uh, you see where you want to go. Yeah, yeah. That too. And then I guess while you're doing certain things, it's like you can just see the bigger picture and, mm. you know, work around that. Yeah. 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 How, how, how well do you handle stress and just having, you know, just going back to that again, uh, just having fibromyalgia, has it ever interrupted with um, work? Yeah, so when I first um, uh, got diagnosis, oh no, when I first got sick actually, mm. so I was like uh, on and off, on and off work yeah. uh, tw- in 2015. So then at that time I was um, an account manager um, and then, you know, you're doing sales. So I was in sales yeah. and you had to hit a certain quota and whatnot. And, um, you know, it was really like a high pressured kind of role. Yeah. And uh, because I was like, you know, not coping well with my health. So then I decided to actually quit my job at the time to yeah. sort of focus on my health because I had no clue what was happening. Yeah. So I quit my job and then... Um, then I got a diagnosis in 2016 yeah. and after a year or something, I decided because um, finding a job while you have this kind of illness, it's really tough because um, they have to sort of run, uh, they're not too flexible, right? They're a business obviously. So yeah. it's like they want you to be reliable, but your health isn't reliable. Yeah. Like you as a person are, but the health isn't reliable. So then, so then I decided just to start my own business. Yeah, I guess that was the best thing for me mm. and at it the made, time, and made sense as well. It was yeah. you were doing something you like, you're good exactly, at, exactly. Right? And I always loved, uh, you know, event planning and all that. Yeah, what um, sort of events yeah. do you mostly uh, plan or uh, plan to plan? Well, so now it's like before we were doing weddings yeah. and all uh, corporate events, but now hopefully like retreats, like you know, a meditation retreat, ah, okay. so, yoga retreat, so that kind of um, like creating a community of. Um, you know, people that are really passionate, loving and kind and, I, you know, want to de-stress yeah. and help themselves, like, to improve themselves, I guess. Yeah. Ideally, yeah. Have you heard of this um, retreat called, uh, what's this name, Vipassana? Yeah. Yep. Yes, I have. Have, have you been there? Uh, yeah, I have actually. T- tell me about it because I really want to know. And for people listening, if yeah. you, yeah, someone who's been there firsthand, what happens, yeah. what's the difference and why is it important, do you think? Okay, so what my mom has uh, always been into Vipassana. So she started doing it, I think, 15 years ago. Yeah. Because her, you know, siblings kind of were like, oh, okay, this is something you should really do, right? And then one... Um, one day, I remember this is over 10 years ago, yeah. my mom came back from her Vipassana trip and she loved it. She was like, oh my God, I have to take you to girls, so three of us. Um, and then we sort of packed our bags and then went into Blue Mountains. That's where yeah. the Vipassana retreat is. Um, and it was, a, it was a very interesting experience because um, so you, you're there for 10 days and you're silent. Yeah. Like, so no talking to anyone not much uh, like interaction with actually no interactions mm-hmm. with anyone. So you're purely there to meditate, like meditate for hours in a day that helps to clear your mind, calm yourself down. And um, yeah, I remember after 12, 
like it was the end of 12 days and i remember like you could actually hear yourself really it, it was just a weird experience like you could just actually it felt like you could hear yourself because you haven't like spoken for 12 days mm. yeah when you say hear yourself as in uh, the the voice in you or yeah, like a- no, no no as in, yeah, yeah yeah like oh, okay no i mean like you know when you're talking it's like there's some sort of echo happening or whatever Oh. Like I don't know, it was yeah, it was crazy experience. It's like you you hear your voice in a way you've never heard it. Before. Yeah, 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 like exactly. A, like a different tone to it. Yeah, different. I think so because you haven't spoken for twelve days. Mm. You know, like people struggle not to speak for one day yeah. or one hour, mm. maybe one hour, two hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah except yeah. when you're sleeping. But well, yeah, people, well, but you have yeah. sleep talk as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. that's different. <laughs> yeah, but um. For people that don't know, I guess it's like an intense meditation, um, like a retreat that goes on for 10 days, mm. silent, you don't interact with the outside world, no TV, no technology, you get like really wholesome nutritional um, vegetarian meals. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. And then you're literally sitting down for like, from morning, sometimes from the morning, five o'clock, I think, mm-hmm. or four, oh, in the morning, the bell ringing, like bang, uh-huh. bang, bang, yeah. you wake up and... I think had breakfast. Oh no, we actually meditated first. Okay. Then went and had breakfast. Yeah. And then you obviously meditate and meditate and meditate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm asking these crazy. Just you know, these questions just pop into the head. But let's say you want to have like you you yeah. have what they offer you. you yeah. Know, just you're doing things that they tell you to do for a reason, of course, for good reasons. But if you want to have a medicine or you know oh. sort of like a like medicine for yourself or your health, can you have that? Like there are, are there you mean exceptions in the retreat. Yeah. Uh, as in, like, if there are people who want to take medication? Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah. For themselves. So you can, yes, right? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Because there was even, like, um, I remember a pregnant lady there, too. Yeah. Like, really, you know, mm. she was probably eight months or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- you can definitely do that. So you can always have these some exceptions there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, but you can't yes. have an exception as in, on that day, I'm going to be on the phone for an hour. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. They take away your phone. Oh, so, so it's like, like books and you can't have books because they don't want you to, like... Kind of like, you know how books can also be a distraction? Like you might yeah. read something and that kind of comes to your mind. So the mm. whole thing is they're trying to clear up your mind Yeah. with with the outside, you know, like the yeah. outside world, like any connection from the outside world. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to this uh, guy on the Joe Rogan podcast. His name is Novel Ravikant. And mm-hmm. it was one, it's one of the best podcasts, uh, episodes I've ever listened to. I'll send you a link as okay. well. Okay, yeah, send it And uh, he defines what meditation is. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like... He says that meditation is nothing but just doing nothing. Like mm-hmm. you're sitting yeah. there, even you don't have to close your eyes. You don't really have to focus on your breathing. Just forget yeah. all of that. Yeah. If you can sit on a spot and just do nothing, yeah. and just think and just do nothing at all, um, yeah. that's meditation as well. Yes. And, and yes, you're taking true. it a level up. If you're doing yeah. like these, you have these procedures of breathing and then the way of thinking or closing your eyes, that's yeah. the next level. Yes, yes. But a lot of people can't even do that, like not do anything at yeah. all. And I really want to do that. Like there's something... You should, you should. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't even need to go to maybe Vipassana because yeah. it's pretty intense. But um, just even start off with like five, ten minutes a day. Mm. And then you can kind of, you know, slowly build that up. Yeah. Because um, with me personally, like I try and do like 30 minutes mm. of meditation a day. But then throughout the day, what I try to do is like you have to be mindful of what you're thinking, right? Because, you know, mm. like I was saying before, like humans are like they're chit-chatting all the time, yeah. like internal, you know, dialogues or whatever you have. So I think it's really important to be mindful of like, 
if I'm talking to you right now, like I'm kind of yeah. present, like I'm not sort of thinking about something yeah. else, right? Mm-hmm. So I think throughout the day, that's what you should try and do. Like yeah. focus on certain thing and you're just doing that. So you're I mean, it's hard, but I think you can... Yourself. What is it? Sorry? So you're preparing yourself in um, for, that, I mean, for the big day. Yeah, I guess that too. But I think for me, it's more like a daily basis. You're just living in the moment. Like, you know how a lot of the times gurus, like meditation gurus, they're always talking about staying in the present moment. And I think that's what mindfulness is about. Like, you're very, like, present. So, like, Mm. I don't know if you get get that. But just being really, like, um, just there. Like, if you're, you know, I mean, we're talking, we're just you know mm. talking and trying not to think about other things got it yeah i mean that's it comes with practice i think 100%, you know like just yeah. focus giving a hundred percent of your focus to that onto moment. that thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so if you think about it uh, you can't like the mind is capable of doing that yeah but i guess exactly. everything everything that happens around us like the responsibilities phones uh, this and that like you've got appointments and meetings and this yeah uh, it t- sort of takes that skill away from you it does, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I really want to go to Vipassana because I just want to like a, like a good detox. into that, yes. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Have you ever meditated or no? Uh, like I have, like oh, on have. a personal level. I, I can yes. stay without my phone for hours. I'm, okay. not, I'm not on TikTok, not on Snapchat, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, you know, that's because I, I feel like it's not me. It's, uh, it's, yeah, I, I just yeah. don't enjoy it. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with being there, but it's just, I just can't not, do not it. Not your thing, right? No, not yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I'm only on Facebook for communication purposes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah that's only, how we communicate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It worked, right? Yes. <laughs> there, there's some beautiful things on social yes. media out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There so, are some good things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people have met yes. each other like... Online, these yeah, days, right? everything's like, online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who've been separated for twenty years, like brothers uh, or families, they met each other, and then missing children have been found. Yes, crimes yes. have been solved because of social through media. online. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's one. So of there the, are some good things. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I love yeah. it. I, I love the fact that we can do that. Like it's a, it's basically a slab. Like look at that. It's it's a personal. It is. It's 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 very personal. It's yours, and you can literally do anything. Do everything out of it. Like you can be in one corner of the world, and you can run the world. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. No, te- technically you can. You can. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Definitely. how people made a lot of money out of this, like you know, online businesses, this and that. There's a cafe there. Um, yeah. It's called Oscuro uh, ca- Cafe. Um, what is it called? Sorry. Oscuro Espresso. Okay. Right, right there. Yeah. They had. A, they developed an app for their cafe. Oh, they do. Yeah, they're, nice. they're very good. You know. So what? You can um order ca- um, coffees and then you pick it up right is that that, is, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. andreas uh so the cafe owner um, yeah and makes really good coffee if you're listening uh, i use the app today oh, oh my nice. god it's uh it's it's, it's really amazing good coffee oh yeah. god yeah good coffee great app and just amazing customer service a bunch of colombians there uh, and they just make you feel very comfortable yeah uh, I just want to, uh, you know, like a small shout out to Andreas, Gustavo, Juan, Juan Carrillo, Mariana. How cute. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just amazing bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, like I was saying before, uh, we may possibly move from this pot. Uh, so I may yeah. not have their coffee in a few weeks. Um, not sure so when. So enjoy I'm it while you can, hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess, you know, because a good customer service, you don't always get it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. just being kind and being nice. just So important. Very so important. So simple, but... Yeah, it's you don't not need, always there, but yeah. yeah. You don't need a skill to be nice to people. No. It, it's it's you just be warm and kind and nice. You know that song, um, Kill Him With Kindness? Do you know that? Uh, Sel- no, I, I think Selena Gomez sings that. Oh, I thought but anyway, it's such a good line. I love it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I've never heard of it yet. Really? I, okay. No, no. Maybe I will listen to it later. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I'm but it's like kill him with kindness, you know? Oh, okay. That's such a it's such a, tr- a nice yeah, thing yeah. to say, though. Like, you know, you're really killing the, the evil in that yeah. environment with just being nice and kind. Yes. And it's not a hard thing to do. Such just, a simple thing, I think. Such a profound, hmm. like, yeah. I think it's like the world would be such a nice place. Right? Uh, I think it, if we all nice <laughs> nice human beings <laughs> like <laughs> hitting the mic <laughs> yeah uh, i see your phone's been ringing for it if you want to take that <laughs> yeah what for real no yeah, no 100 uh, you've been getting quite a few messages oh. because you you had a uh, thing planned in the city as well tonight yes i uh, did so um you, you've got the life to live for i do uh i'll be stuck at home and just uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go to the gym right you're yeah, saying yeah um, just, you know, just a bit of exercise. Started not many months ago, like five or six months ago. And that's when I realized that, you know how we say, um, and you did talk about exercising as well, which I loved with Jessica, that, you know, yeah, you've, yeah. you've got to just work your body out. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. your body. It's uh, You know your body better than anybody else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I have certain weaknesses that I know that if I explain it to someone, they don't, they will never understand. Meaning and, like with what? Uh, as in just, you know, like general... In general. In okay. general. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. someone else has certain weaknesses that if they explain it to me, I will say, oh, I'm so sorry, but I will never understand the pain. That's yeah, that's yeah, 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 true And that. I guess exercising is a boon to humanity. Like you're just working your body out. It just helps, I think, right? Just it gives you that fresh um, perspective or whatever. Exactly. Like, it, you know, it, you're, you're pulling... It's yes. like you're releasing a strength. Your and also, out. actually, they do say that it actually makes you happy. It does. Like they, it sort of releases certain... I don't know what the chemical was called. Uh, yeah. Dopamine, Dopamine or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then it actually does, you know, help with the chemicals in your brain and makes you happy. Yeah. So I guess it's important. Yeah. You got to exercise. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so I guess um, before we leave, uh, so, oh, it's been, it's been a while. That's good. <laughs> Has it? Yeah. It's been like uh, an hour. I hope everyone's listening. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But, but if you are, uh, thank you. That's, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, but I always um, think that if you're listening for, for to us for like 60 minutes, you really love the conversation. Then. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. You are awesome. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, so I guess, uh, a golden question that I prepared um, used Ooh, to have this okay. uh, for you is, you know how some people like, um, there's someone today who was diagnosed with uh, fibromyalgia somewhere in the world. Yeah. 100%. There, uh, there is someone who's been diagnosed or with an illness that they didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And young people, um, and certain dreams and ambitions that they have planned for the future. And yeah. uh, you know how the diagnosis may be a bit shaky. It's like, oh, the world's come to an end. Mm-hmm, Someone's mm-hmm. feeling that today. Yeah. What's your message to that person? So I think, um, I think always hold on to hope and um, always be grateful for, I guess, what you have and, you know, keep working towards a better, like a brighter future. And, uh, you know, always hold um, your loved ones really close by because I think it's like a community, like, support system is so important i think that's something that will like take you really far like you know if you're feeling down or whatever if you've got a nice um like a community or a support system i think you can always fall back on and they can always sort of lift you up and um you know help you out um and the other thing is um ah i didn't think about this (laughs) (laughs) caught caught you off guard (laughs) Um, 
I think it's like, um, you know, be okay to sharing your story. Mm-hmm. I think it might be, I guess, a bit difficult at the beginning because you're, you're sort of going through it and you're also learning a lot about it yourself. But I think eventually, you know, um, in maybe a few years, like with myself, um, I kind of shared it with, you know, um, people. And I think like it always helps like when you feel like seen yeah. or heard, right? So that you, um, you're also able to ha- help other people yeah, um, and maybe inspire people as well. Like, you know, to, um, yeah, I think, yeah, those, yeah, no. those two things. <laughs> Golden words. I mean, (laughs) it's going to be printed somewhere someday. Yeah, I love quotes, so I'll do those. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you never know when you have inspired somebody. Um, Yeah. Oh, my um, God. So right about that. It's like, that's why I feel so fortunate when I'm posting videos and off of the podcast, this and that. Some people message me like you did. Like, you know, you know how much courage it takes to message somebody you don't know and tell them that. that the work is good. Oh yeah, it's hundred percent. It's courageous, and it's uh, I love it when people do that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess yeah. But like compliments or saying nice things. Yeah, I think we always um like hold ourselves back sometimes. Yeah, but um I think one thing that this uh, has taught me my I mean one of the life lessons like if you want to say something to someone just say it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean just push yourself a little bit. And uh, it's really nice, I think, you know, to yeah. be able to compliment or say nice things to them. I think it just gi- gives them a bit of a, of a boost of confidence or whatever it mm. may be. A hundred percent. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, and you never know just where. Just say it. Yeah, you never know <laughs> whose day could make. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. And I remember smile. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I was living in Ashfield, um, yeah, there used to be a man every day at the station at the same spot, and I used to go to the. <clears throat> sorry, I used to go to work as well, and he used to be there. Yeah. Um, and we always just looked at each other and we never really noticed some of our, each, our, each other's presence. Yeah. Um, and I guess I will never forget one of the days the man came to me and said, because I was preparing for a job interview um, on the yeah. same day, uh, at the same time, I was heading to the city. Mm-hmm, but I was wearing mm-hmm. a re- nice suit. It was not the most the, the best looking suit in the world, but it, yeah, was, it, was, yeah. it was different for me that day. Yes. And the man came to me and yes. said, like, he was a very, uh, uh, it was very, uh, a clean looking man like he was very tall and clean like prim proper yeah like a yeah. like a french artist if you think about it uh-huh. right? nice and he came to me and said you sir are looking especially good today oh wow and he just said like that, randomly randomly right? just said that went into the train um just sat somewhere else I did, said, you, did you get a chance to say something i, I just said thank you oh that's like he, nice and yes. the way he said it was like he just wanted to say it and go and do his uh, thing like uh, the that's train sweet the right laptop. yeah and it just made my day to this day of i course. think about it i talk about and it and you still remember it so that's something yeah right? yeah exactly and i never spoke about this to anybody and the fact yeah. that you said that you know you just got to push yourself and say oh you good do things. and actually can i add two things uh-huh, that i want to share add three things <laughs> okay um i was gonna actually say uh i think uh, something about self-love as well mm. um i think with the you know as i went through fibromyalgia that's one thing i i think really developed was to yeah. really love myself mm. even more than i think you need to like because you're going through so much pain sometimes and uh, so just learning to really accept what's happened to you but then really like love yourself 
to the point that it's like you don't give a shit what other people say. Yeah. Because um, I guess like, you know, with this invisible illness, a lot of people can't see what's happening internally. Yeah. Like, you know, you're the pain and things like that. People can't um, see it because, you know, it's not a, I'm not in a wheelchair or whatever, or, you know, mm. it's not mm. a disability or something you can see physically. Yeah. So I think it's like, um, so then I think you just need to love yourself to just another level. Mm. and um yeah just take care of your body right take care and, of your body yeah, yeah. and yeah. It, just listen to it because i think your body is like really smart yeah <laughs> it's like it, yeah. it can tell you certain things right it gives you cues here mm. and there so it's like you just gotta be able to tune into that i think mm. yeah. and just accept yourself as well i guess yeah accept right? acceptance it's a big thing it's a big thing mm. exactly if you don't accept it it's it's just going to add more stress to yeah it. yeah and, and anger and mm. you're resenting certain things and feel like once you're accepting it then you're yeah. like oh okay it's there but yeah. then you acknowledge it and kind of like move forward yeah true yeah and yeah. i guess the other person as well um you've got to be nice to people like you never know what their story is uh, right you i'm know. like the big i'm a big 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 advocate for that yeah, yeah. No, you just you can't judge people. Like you know, if yeah. if someone's done something, I guess um, ask why they're doing it. Or, yeah, yeah, and yeah. even if you ask yourself why, you may not have the answer. But then always, you know, have an open mind. Yeah, don't get yeah. married to an idea. Yeah, 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 yes. Did that thing again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah um but yeah i guess um yeah that's uh that's about <laughs> it we, we did talk about uh quite a few things it was uh, but thank you so much for doing this and uh, thank you so much for being no for uh making me be a part of your passion passion project mm -hmm. sorry for mumbling there <laughs> <laughs> that's okay yeah but yeah that's all good i mean um justin my housemate said uh this uh thing one day and it just stuck to my head it's so true that um you're not really getting anything out of this. I mean, you are, you're, you're talking, but in a way, you're helping me out. Mm -hmm, like, it's, mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're helping me out. So it's that a win-win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but that's very kind of you to say that. But yeah. in a way, you're helping me out, and I feel so happy and thankful for people who come in <laughs> because you know it's it's like you know it, yeah. it's good to talk and chat and stuff but it, in a way also helping me out and but thank you so much for doing that no worries thank yeah. you for having me like from the bottom of my heart <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, i guess uh, the night has just started for you uh, yes. you've got a lot of things planned mm -hmm. um i'll maybe you know sort of head to the gym as well just a bit of exercise isn't that yeah, sure but yeah uh, to those listening i hope you're taking care of yourself um and uh, and just love yourself mm -hmm. be happy be kind yeah thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> thank you bye 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 thank you